Our guest on the program today, Josh Heyer, superintendent from the Ogden School District. Good to have you back. Hi, Jim. What's going on? <laughs> What's going on outside of the weather? Uh, this is an abrupt, rude change for us going on here, but no snow days anyway. No snow days. We uh, we had three in January, and we haven't had any since. So yeah. we've kind of been in a pretty good routine of getting kids in and and knocking out some of those days that we were you, need. Were you uh, were you having some? Uh, or did you have some issues uh, uh, having to make up anything uh, towards the end? Or so we're still kind of in that weight game. Um, I'm okay. kind of waiting to see, and I'm going to take to our board. You know whether or not you know. Students are on hours, uh, and yep. we're still over that threshold, and then our, our staff is on days. So I think there's a conversation that needs to be happening probably at the April meeting, uh, but I'm okay. just kind of waiting to see what happens yet with March and the weather. Well, it's been busy over there. I know, uh, first of all, let's talk a little bit about your uh, your new uh, new principal that you hired. Uh, again, uh, that was, we, we I know you had gone to uh, uh, Grunmeyer. For assistance, helping with the search, and and obviously, and you got a you at the last time when we visited, you said you had a lot of applicants or qualified applicants that were coming through, and and so you had an opportunity really to uh, get a chance to make the selection you needed. Yeah. So last time I talked to you was about a month ago, and we've been busy in Ogden just doing a lot of hiring. Uh, secure and even our, our certified teachers. But yes, mm-hmm. the one that you're specifically talking about, we did partner with Grummeyer Leadership Services and uh, he, he ran a great search for us. We had 30 people in our candidate pool, uh, which is if you talk to other superintendents across the state of Iowa, we probably doubled. Uh, I think it's just a lot of great things that are going on in Ogden. I think geographical location. Uh, but ultimately, we landed and narrowed it down to six that we did a semifinal interviews for. Mm-hmm. And we brought three candidates in. And uh, proud to announce that uh, Derek Carlson, uh, he is currently a middle school, high school principal in Lyons, Kansas. <laughs> And a lot of people might ask, well, why Ogden? <laughs> why Ogden? Well, I was going to say, Lyons, Kansas, that's pretty much, I mean, that's west, northwest Wichita, I believe, in that area. Yep. So yep. that's pretty it. much an open space there. Yeah, he's out in the middle of nowhere right now. So, no, he has a family in central Iowa, okay. and uh, he came up here and was just driving around and, and fell in love with Ogden. Uh, and honestly, we fell in love with him. So we're just over the, over the moon. Uh, super excited for Derek to join us, and um, him and his family will be joining us in Ogden. So he's uh, had, again, that's the kind of thing you were looking for, to get some separation. You wanted to get uh, a principal on, on staff right away and then start looking for activities. And in this case, uh, he... He fills a lot of things that you're looking for, a lot of curriculum-type background, things like that, it looks like. he, Yeah. When I look at overall resume and the things that we are looking for, it has to be the right fit. And Derek was certainly the right fit for us. Um, you know, He has an extensive background with curriculum. He was an AD even for a while. Mm-hmm. So he's lived the role, um, and I think he's going to be able to do a great job for us. Good. Uh, he'll be here starting 1st of July. July 1 start date. Pretty sure he's going to be keeping in contact with you, though. Probably as already. He already is, yeah. yeah. Honestly, he's kind of in that uh, transition phase. He is serving Lions and doing a great job, and he's putting in extra hours and already helping us with some other additional hirings uh, and just really trying to have a deeper understanding of what's going on in Ogden. So mm-hmm. when he starts July 1, it's a seamless transition. Well, you said that uh, one of the things you wanted to do was get somebody picked for this position so you would have them involved with finding your ad your activities director person and and uh, lo and behold 
You can tell them if you want. Well, yeah. So or what, we'll wait for them. <laughs> so what we've done is we actually separated that activities and assistant principal role into a dean of students. Mm-hmm. And we actually hired a dean of students last week. Shay Jones will be joining us. And then this week we're actually going to be interviewing for a halftime assistant, or excuse me, halftime activities director, halftime teacher. Okay. And I've narrowed that candidate pool down to three. So okay. that will be later this week that we'll be interviewing for the AD position. So the dean of students, uh, Shay Jones, and again, we've got the announcement out on that. So yes. a little bit about what you're looking, because I know you kind of wanted to restructure what your administration was looking like. Yeah, so... Currently, our structure system right now, we had activities director and assistant principal. And I think just asking that individual, that is a lot to put on one person. And ultimately, I don't feel like we are meeting the needs of our students and or for our uh, our staff or our Mm -hmm. families or even our guests that were coming for activities. The individual that's in there, Eric Yelly, was doing a fantastic job. And I felt like with him leaving, it was an opportunity for us to restructure that and break it up to be able to maximize that. So Shay Jones will be filling in and doing the dean of students role, which will help with the the day-to-day management of the building. Uh, She'll be doing some evaluation work as supporting classified staff, Mm -hmm. uh, some disciplinary things. But she even comes with an extensive background with some curriculum design, uh, social emotional helping students and support. So uh again you got a lot of flexibility there oh yeah and she has her administrative degree so you know for her to be able to compliment Derek I think they're going to work in ta- uh, tandem to really be able to support our middle school and high school so then after that then it'll be the teaching ad position you'll be looking to you got fill that out, so. yep and we ended up having 10 candidates and I'm bringing in three final candidates later this week so wow <laughs> It is busy. There is a lot going on. A lot happening, too. That doesn't even include some of the other things that were uh, going on. Uh, One thing uh, I do know that, uh, and we had touched on it last time when we visited, you said you had secured this, uh, the uh, safety grant, uh, again, Homeland Security and stuff. And I know people are going, well, these school districts, they're just getting these and stuff. You're already spending. Uh, I mean, you got it. It had been applied for before. Ogden was probably one of the first in the state to apply and actually get it. And so you're, you've been taking a look at that. And again, shooting in Perry definitely created uh, a little more emphasis on pursuing this and meeting some of your needs. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we actually, I, I got the position July 1. And uh, one of the first things that I went ahead and started to do is complete that Homeland Security grant. And in short, just uh, for our listeners, you get $50,000 per campus. So we were able to secure a total of $150,000 just to help with our overall layers of safety. We identified through a vulnerability assessment, a lot of different things that we needed to improve upon. And uh, the it was a rigorous process of writing mm-hmm. that grant and just double checking whenever you're w- looking at some federal funds. There's a lot of red tape, uh, but we were able to secure that, um, I believe, probably in December. And at our last board meeting, I actually brought a number of proposals, bids uh, to the table, and mm-hmm. uh, our board accepted them. And we're actually in the process of getting that work done right now. So when you, I mean, you're on, here you are at the beginning of July, you're trying to do this grant at the same time. 
you need input from others about the facilities. Where should we look? What are we looking at? What do we have to do this? So obviously you had some staff and maybe some outside. Maybe uh, Ethan was helping too. I don't know. It, it was a team effort. You know, honestly, for me to say that, I, it, it was everybody. I got a great uh, staff of directors leading with Billy Olson, our buildings and grounds, uh, technology, uh, Jesse Sendell, and our school business officer, Melissa Atwell. You mm-hmm. know, so I really leaned heavily on them. Uh, into their expertise but then we had a third party come in and and complete a vulnerability assessment so they really identified five or six critical things that needed to be done Uh, they didn't mandate that we went that direction but we strong suggestions with their strong recommendations yeah Yeah. so we're looking at you know how do we improve our our campus overall envelope and uh, we're we're doing a lot of those things right now well uh, simple things folks uh exterior doors locking Uh, yeah so we're even simply going in and putting in door positioning switches on our exterior doors, which basically is going to send a signal to the front office if an exterior door has been opened for a certain duration of time. You know, that, that's just one example. We're improving our cameras. We got a visitor management system. Uh, there's just another additional thing sure. that we're continually looking to do just to continue to improve the overall safety at each of our campuses. So got the grant and moving ahead already. Yes, we are. Cool. That's important. We'll get that done. Uh, I do know facilities, because last time you had mentioned we're having a study done, uh, taking a look at uh, Ogden facilities. Everybody's going to go, well, you just finished this edition, and all of this is in place. And But I mean, I mean, you can't stop there. It's kind of like your home. If you make improvements there, okay, what's next? And how long before I have to do that? So you've gotten some information, not really gone to the board with it yet, but uh, you will be uh, working with them. Yeah, yeah, I'll be going to our board subcommittees and just kind of updating them. And, you know, I kind of operate, this is my first year, and I, I want to be able to figure out what is our current reality um, and then create a plan. I want to be able to create that plan and then work the plan. Um, so be very intentional with the things that we're doing. And yes, our facilities are great. If you go over to Ogden, our our patrons, um, our taxpayers, our school boards have done some really great things to position us. And if you compare us to other conference schools, we're in good shape. And you can't take your foot off the gas. Um, and you, you want to just make sure, like our high school, for an example, is uh, you know almost 60 years old. Yep. Um, so you know there are some things structurally or mechanically or electrically that we just wanted to get a look underneath the hood of the car, so to speak so that we could be intentional with the decisions that mm-hmm. we are doing with our save dollars and voter pepple and those types of things. So I uh, worked with a company called ISG Architecture, and they actually came in and did just a deep analysis. And uh, they gave back with a report, and they kind of broke it into three different categories, a one to three, a four to six year, and then a seven and beyond, seven mm-hmm. to 10 year, uh, so that we are able then as a board, um, as superintendent to really look and say, okay, what are those things that we need to prioritize because they are going to potentially fail? Um, so yeah. rather than maybe shine or looking at something that we thought was important, might actually be a seven to 10 year versus mm-hmm. something that we didn't see might actually be a one to three. Yeah, get that that other set of eyes to take a look at it and, and expert eyes. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're oh, talking yeah. about engineers and architects that truly know this is what the, their their profession is, rather than I'm a trained educator. Um, I think I know a lot about it, but I really don't. I want new carpet. Yes, and they're going. No, your carpet's good. 
you do need to have mm, this electrical part taken care of or yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and they're very good. To, so basically what you'll do, this is going to – this is basically your, your capital improvement facility plan. Yes, yeah, it's ultimately our long-range plan for me to be able to sit down with um, our, our SBO, our buildings and grounds, our school board to be able to say, these are the things that we need to tackle. And it gets us a certain sequential order in which we need to tackle them. You know, it, Not to say that this was on there, but if a boiler oh. is going to be going out, we want to make sure we prioritize a, bo- a boiler over maybe a different addition or something in sure. that regard. Sure. So it just helps us be more informed, Jim. Yeah. Those boilers are important. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> they are. Uh, okay, well, let's talk about the other part of what's going on. <clears throat> Tis the time of the year. You guys uh, will be having first part of one of your budget hearings coming up. But this is uh, got to be a challenging year for everybody because of the legislative action last year that changed when hearings are held, the process that people are going through, some of the limitations that are in place. And, uh, of course, then there's the other part where we not quite sure what kind of uh, money is coming from the state. That should have been a month ago, but I'm just saying. It's a busy time of year for that. Yeah. yeah so and they're, they've thrown a lot of other wrinkles in there, too. Uh, we've touched a little bit on the AA last time, but there are other things that are in there, too. So uh, budget-wise, where are we at? How are things coming together? Because a lot of it's going to be a guess. Yeah, right now it is busy time. And as you indicated, the legislative session last year really broke up this process into multiple different meetings that you need to have. So we're going to actually move up with spring break as well as to meet those timelines. We're going to have our next board meeting on March 4th, which we're going to start talking about some of our tax rate. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's hard to set the tax rate if you don't have SSA, which is state supplemental aid. Uh, you know, we're hearing from the legislative session two and a half, three percent, but that's that's a big difference there. So, you know, we're trying to make the best uh, educated decisions that we can, and we'll present something. I'm still fingers crossed that there's going to be some things that get done down at the Des Moines Capitol this mm-hmm. week that are going to allow us to have um, that meeting on March fourth. So, uh, among other things, uh, you got to have some information out there for a publication that has to go out. Uh, Bottom line, I know they did it because they want more people participating in budget hearings and stuff, but people don't show up. I'm yeah. sorry. No. Yeah, they will. I've, a lot of years I've been doing this, and I don't see a lot of people showing up at meetings. Occasionally, you'll get somebody that'll come in and 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 uh, ask for, you know, please contain your, your rate increase or something like that. But most of the time, it's all pretty much – it's spending authority for schools. It is. It's, they give you the spending authority. Yeah. Now, your challenges here are, again, not knowing what that SSA is. And then, of course, then you got to calculate in and figure out, well, we're going to have this kind of a change uh, on benefits or there's a lot of unknowns for there's you. a lot of moving parts yeah but you know i've been working with our sbo and again melissa atwell is just fantastic with the work that she does and we're confident that we're going to be able to have a tax rate that our patrons are going to be really satisfied with uh there's been a lot of different tax cuts and different things mm-hmm. and i think it's going to reflect in our ultimate rate that's published so yeah in, in march overall though it's going to be interesting we're going to have our initial meeting in, in uh, march 4th and then i think we have to have a certain time frame uh to get that information to like to Department of Management, some things. There's yeah. going to be a formal publication that it is sent to their homes. Yeah, and then everybody we actually, gets it. Yep. yep, everybody gets it via the mail. And then we have another actual uh, public hearing. 
so there will be a couple additional meetings. We won't just have our March and April meeting. We might have to have one or two later in March to be able to get that finalized. Okay. Now, we know that part of the reason the legislature said that they were holding up is because they have other aspects that they're looking at. uh, Minimum starting for teachers, uh, stuff like that. I haven't quite figured out how that's going to work out yet, but I know they've got a plan, so... I'm waiting to see what it is. They do, yeah. And I think that's going to ultimately, they're looking at um, first-year teachers. I, I've seen from 46,000 to 47,500 and tear it up to ultimately getting it to 50,000. Um, you know, and for, for small-town Iowa, I think that's a good thing. I think it makes us more competitive with some of the more urban settings. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe that they're going to be funding that through, they're looking at some TSH TSS, which is teacher supplemental salary. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, our salaries right now over in Ogden, we're starting our teachers out at 45000 So, you know, we're looking at how does that, what implications does that make? If what you, does it look? Yeah. If you bring up the, the floor, how does that impact everybody else within your system? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, for a first and second year teacher, that's a great thing. Uh, but it also makes uh, implications for everybody else that's in your system. And how are we going to make sure that we are being equitable to everybody? Yeah. So work in progress, folks. Work in progress. The other one we touched on, AA, again, still watching closely with what they're doing. Looks like uh, the, at least on the Senate side, uh, well, Senate and House both have a couple of different things in there. But a lot of it, uh, uh, they've kind of backed off what the initial proposals were. So a little more comfort with that. But again, uh, some concern about what is available in the AEA right now, because how many people are going to stay there? Correct. Yeah. You know, I think initially when it came out, it just caught everybody a little bit off guard. And the rate of change, uh, they were really looking for some things to happen immediately. Uh, and I think some of the things that we're seeing now that they've kind of peeled that back, special education services, education services, media services are, are still possibly in play. Uh, and the rate of change is going to be a little bit slower. So they've kind of tiered it in, mm-hmm. you know, with a 24, 25, and then some other changes, 25, 26. Uh, I guess I will just openly say my, my perspective is, is Ogden needs AEAs. Uh, the partnership has been longstanding uh, to be able to meet the needs of our students and our staff. It has been a great partnership. Um, so, you know, I, I, I value the idea of having local control and those dollars rather than just simply flowing through, mm-hmm. staying with Ogden. But ultimately, we're going to be utilizing, hopefully, those services um, is, mm-hmm. is really the ultimate goal that I, I would love to have. So. so. Hopefully, uh, AA stay. Yeah, and they, they, again, the one thing we talked about the children, it does benefit a lot of staff because it gives them that additional resource on on dealing with some issues. So, yes. again, it's it yeah, it, there's there's more than just one thing in there. So, well, just the the level of expertise that they're able to bring um, and the differentiated needs. You know, an audiologist, um, a speech yeah. pathologist, like all these individual people we can't hire so being able to say we have that in our toolbox that we can really leverage and utilize those expertise that aea is able to provide for us uh, we just simply can't do that in rural rural iowa i know there's i notice there's a difference of opinion among some uh, some of the administrators there's some that feel yeah we would have better control over our money and could do it but again a lot of the rural administrators are going we need help. And, uh, you know, us being able to find that kind of service 
for our students, whether it be you know just for a few hours each week, whatever it's going to take, that's going to be quite a challenge. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I don't want to speak for all rural Iowa, yeah. but I want to speak for Ogden. And I'm, you know, as Superintendent Ogden, we need a partnership and some type of some type of capacity that's been uh, like AEA, mm-hmm. and it's served our needs well. So, in my opinion, if it's not broke, why are we trying to fix it? So, well, we'll just watch and see what happens. <laughs> Ah, so much more going on. So you have meeting up on Monday. Uh, again, that's going to be uh, uh, budget-wise anyway. Going to be working on that. And uh, otherwise, uh, then break coming up, And I think. Let's look at our calendar here in the month of March. So you've got some break coming in there on the 4th, uh, middle of the month. Yeah, it's going to be a busy time. It is a busy time. It's hard to imagine that we're a one and a half weeks away from the end of the third quarter and spring break hitting us. So, yeah, I think we got spring break on March 8th, and we got you know a, a full week sure. off, and then we'll actually return back to session, I think, on March 18th. Is that It'll right? Be Monday the 18th? Monday the 18th, okay. and that's just right around the corner. It's hard to imagine. And somewhere in between there, you're going to have a lot of uh, runners that are going to be out there running all over the place. They already are, yeah. yeah. So even activities right now, you know, in between jazz band, uh, speech competitions, honor choir, they're still going. You know, our winter uh, seasons are done. Yep. But we're transitioning into spring sports, you know, with golf and even track. They've been out running with the weather. That is the one good thing is they're not running the hallways. They're actually out running the track. And you were going to do a a work on the track? We are. So that was board approved. We're going to be resurfacing that, but uh, we will actually probably start that work July 1. So after the, uh, in the new fiscal year. Yes. Uh, After this season. I do appreciate you taking time to come and visit with us. Keep us updated. Find that AD teacher position. That's the last one. Yes. The last part of your administrative team you're going to be uh, bringing in. A lot more hiring yet to be done in between that and a few other teaching positions. Uh, HR director that we have, um, and she's actually retiring. So, yep, got a lot going on still with hiring. And I even forgot to say, by the way, your FFA had uh, some recognition again last week, FFA week. So They continue to do a great job. All right. Thanks for visiting with us. Thank you.